Welcome to Bought at a Price. Thank you so much for taking time to listen. Our mission is to take you on a redemptive journey towards understanding the way that God views your body, your lifestyle, and your role in His kingdom. And here, we're committed to bringing you solid biblical wisdom combined with practical, science-backed lifestyle tips to help you care for yourself spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and physically. Again, thank you for listening. Welcome to Bought at a Price. Today, we have a special guest. Shirley Mathosagi from Bright Star Ministries is with us, and we're going to be talking about our identity in Christ, spiritual warfare, and who we are as women of God. All three of them, big, huge subjects, but we'll see if we can't roll them up into some relatable and usable wisdom for you today. But first, let's go ahead and open our time up in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for the opportunity that we have to gather together with podcasts and blog posts, all these ways that you've given us to proclaim your goodness and your word throughout the world, Lord God. I just ask, Father, that you would guide both Shirley and my words today, that you would bring the women that you have to hear this conversation that we're going to have. And Father, most of all, that it would be for your glory, for your honor, and for your praise, Father, that your women would grow and be changed as we discuss who we are because of you, Father. In your name, Lord. Amen. So Shirley, tell us a little bit about you. What is your background? What got you into blogging? Anything. Sure. Um, so let me start by saying that I'm Haitian. Uh, I know that's a big part of me. Um, I was born in Haiti. I came to the United States with my family, my mom, my sisters. Uh, we came here when I was 15 years old. I, you know, you can imagine as a 15 years old in a new country. I don't know anybody. I did yeah. not speak English. Um, so blogging has, has really been the things that I turned to. It helped me at the time, you know, still helping me understand my relationship with God and, you know, just to grabs the seasons that sometimes that I'm in. Um, so my background, I grew up in a Christian family. My mom and my dad, uh, they all were deacon at the church. Uh, my dad played uh, guitar, my siblings sang. So I grew up in a Christian family. So church was all eyes, you know, <laughs> always go to church every Sunday. Um, so. Yeah, so I came here when I was 15, and I started going to high school. Things were tough, you know, as a high schooler in just a new country, a teen in a new country. Um, so I started to be depressed, uh, mostly because I didn't have any any, any friends, and um, I think I think part of me was just like understanding why, you know, I had to 
leave where I was because when we were in Haiti, it was it, it was we were in a great place, you know. Uh, but because of circumstances, we had to come here and left everything behind, the people that we knew. Um, so when I came here, I had a hard time just just getting along with where God has placed me. I know this was God's will for me to be in the United States, you know, for my family, my siblings and I. Uh, but I was still struggling, you know, to grasp that season God has placed me in. Um, but as I got older, well, with the question, I, I start, you know, I tried to commit suicide three times. Oh. That did not happen. I did a blog about that, by the way. It's in my, uh, on my, uh, at Um But when I went to the hospital to see how God intervened, so I was in school and I was like, okay, I really need help. I feel like every time there's these thoughts coming in my mind, why do you kill yourself? Nobody cared. Nobody will know if you even, you know, kill yourself. Mm. So, uh, one time, I just decided, you know what, I'm just going to go uh, to to the director's office and just ask them for help. So I went there, and they called up the police, and they put me in the ambulance, and I went to the hospital. So when I got to the hospital, and uh, I just... Um, I just sat down around me where a lot of people who couldn't breathe on their own and they had things in, you know, they put things in their oxygen things so, mm-hmm. that they, uh, so that they could breathe. And, you know, around me, there was this girl, like she's also dark skin. Um, and we started that conversation, but I noticed that she had a needle in her arm. So we started that conversation. I was like, what's going on? What, what's going on with you? And she's explaining to me how she has this seizure disorder and it requires that she has this thing in her arm that, that keep her stable all the time. So, um, so as I sat there, the Lord really opened my eyes. It's like, Shirley, what are you doing? Like these people around you, they, you know, they fighting for their lives, but yet, what are you doing? You trying to kill yourself? You trying to take your life away? From that day, depression break off of my life. From that day, I never felt that. Oh, I need to, you know, kill myself. I felt so alive. I felt like from that day on, God really opened my eyes that I was here for a reason, and I'm getting back on campus. The Lord really uh, bring me back to you. Sorry, like I feel like I'm talking. No. If you have any questions, please stop me. Um, so when I got back to, uh, at the you know, on, on campus, it's just God really brought me into Ephesians chapter one. You know, Ephesians chapter one, how it says, "I am redeemed. I am forgiven. Yes. All these beautiful things. I am blessed. You know, I am accepted by God. I am justified and." You know, I started writing these things. I put everything on my door. (laughs) Like the the wall was full of these affirmations. Oh, praise God. I am, you know. So that helped me to change my mind. The Bible said that be transformed by the renewing of our heart, right? Yes. The word of God is the thing. Like we can't renew our mind to the things that we listen to in the world but it has to be the word of god yes. is so 
things out there that that can change who we are, the way that we see ourselves. But we have to go back to the Word of God of what He says about us. So Ephesians chapter one did that for me. You know, mm, praise um, God. Praise God. I think that's that just testimony to why I am always telling women whether it's women that I interact with online or at church or in you know women's groups that I lead or teach but it's we have to be in God's Word if we're not spending time in God's Word then the only thing that's going in our ears and in our mind and in our eyes is the things of the world and it yes. is such it is so deceiving so deceiving and satan is so manipulative he will come in with those little things just the way that he was telling you and planting those lies in your head yes. about yes. you know nobody liked you and nobody cared about you and nobody would notice whether or not you were here or not lies and yes. he is such such a liar but god's word is so much more powerful and i think i love that you know jesus knew that we were going to need help with this kind of thing and that's why he said in john 14 and again in john 16 that i'm gonna leave a helper with you the spirit of truth is going to be with you and he's going to guide you and he is going to teach you and he's going to cause god's word to come alive to you so that you yes. can follow in my footsteps so that you'll know who you are yes, but yes. if we leave our bibles just sitting there and think we're just going to get around to them later we miss out on so much yeah that's right i agree yeah. so much so you had said and you were talking about in your blog post do you know who you are talking about that warfare and and slipping into that self-pity and hearing the lord you know that was your introduction in it do you yeah. hearing the lord say do you know who you are do you know who you are and i feel like so many women i think all of us at some stage or another in our life if not multiple times in our lives mm -hmm. go through those slumps where yes, all yes. we hear is that self-pity and that doubt about everything yes. we are what would you say to women how do you you know because i feel like so many women they search and probably feel like they pray without end and don't get an answer or feel that self-pity and, and, and doubt and probably aren't even brave enough to talk about it to people. What would you encourage women to do when they're struggling with that and struggling to recognize who they are? I would say that, you know, we have to go back to God, I believe that every season that we in, God always gives you a word, you know. I don't know if it's, I, I truly believe every person, that every season that we are in, there's this word that 
God give us, you know, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Or he said, you will pass through this. I don't know. There's always a word that God give us before we enter a season. I'll say that you have to go back to the word of God. You know, I, I keep on going back to first king how elijah he was like i'm the only prophet left he's like going through that stuff yes like get up (laughs) you know get up and go do what i tell you to do so i believe that we have to go back to the, the word of god you know and god was like i have so many prophets out there they are not bowed down to bill so i believe that the enemy sometimes he makes us feel like Oh, I'm the only one doing this. I'm yes. the only one going through this. But that that is not the truth. That's a lie. And also, I believe we have to remember that, you know, our struggle is not against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think, okay, that's me. That's me thinking all these thoughts. But we have to take authority over all these thoughts because the Bible said God has, has given us authority to trip yes. on the lion and the serpent when as we speak and there's also authority in speaking the word Amen. of God. There's power in speaking the word of God. Not only read it, but speak it out loud. You know, yes. write it down and put it in front of your eyes until you believe it, you know? Yes. And if that's the way that we take authority over those lies. Yeah. You know, because all of it, you know, the Bible says Satan is the father of lies. He has nothing else to offer you but nope, lies. Nope, but lies. Yeah. And that's so, yeah. that was that's exactly what Jesus did. You referenced Jesus's time when he was in the wilderness being tempted yes. by Satan. And Jesus's responses to Satan every single time was the word of God. He spoke yes. truth and truth eradicated the lies. Yes, yes. It, it is it is powerful. That's that's something. Goodness, I don't remember when I wrote about it. I think it's been in the last couple of months. Sometimes, sometime during the COVID season, mm-hmm. I wrote just about the power there is when we use God's word to shape our prayers. Yes, yes. And yes. take the word of God and make them personal and make them our own because they are yes. there for us yes and also we also have to remember that the battle is not ours you know as the bible said that that we are god ambassadors you know the enemy knows like you belong to god sometimes he knows that god wants to use us but the bible also said that god you know but god weighs us us so that we can destroy the works of the devil so he knows that god is wants to use us, you know, yeah. to our words, to the things that he's doing to us. So he will do everything to destroy us by the word, by insecurities, you mm-hmm. know, things that lies. But we have to remember uh, the battle is not ours and it's not personal. Yep. <laughs> it's, not, it's not personal because nope. we are God matters. We have to remember that God already won the Bible. Yes. The battle or excuse me, the battle and no weapon forged against us shall prosper. Yep. And I love this scripture in the Bible that says that, you know, that every hair of our head are all numbered by yes. God. You know? Yes. Every single hair. Imagine that like everything yes. that 
has to do with us, you know. Uh, God has everything under control, and the enemy cannot just come un- unless we give him the power. Yes, yes. In connection with that, I like the one where it says that he collects every tear in a bottle. Yes. Because it, it just really rounds out that God is paying attention to the minutest of detail when it comes to his children's lives. And so it, it, it doesn't matter. God knows everything we're struggling with and everything we're going through. Yes. And none of it is foreign. Jesus is like, I have been there. I've done that i know what you are suffering would you cling to me would you come to me yes yes. and you know because that is where that victory is beautiful beautiful so how yeah go ahead (laughs) no i was saying god is amazing (laughs) yes yes go ahead how did clinging and going to Ephesians, how has that changed your thought processes when you start thinking about yourself? Do you still find yourself, you know, kind of going into those self-pity slumps? Or have you found that turning to God's word and hearing the Holy Spirit speak that truth to you has brought you to another side and really connected you firmly in your true identity are you still kind of weeble wobbling or do you feel like you are firmly on the identity in christ side well i i believe that we as christian we have to we have not arrived like this will always be the, the enemy trying yes. to you know put frustrate like getting into our heads and i believe that we have to always remind ourselves of the word of god um of course like i cannot say oh i'm strong (laughs) but i do have like when the enemy came with these thoughts like i do have these verses in the bible in ephesians how like i am chosen no i am not here by accident no no no. i'm not gonna listen to that lie anymore because i know the word of god you know as the bible said you know if you if you know the truth it will set you You free free. you know there's still that the enemy is trying to bring these lies but at the same time you know the truth now that i know the truth i know who i am in christ i know there's this song called that i am who he says that i am you know my father's house there's this place for me i am a child of god so you know these words as you listening to them you know it just helps you to not fall into the trap of the enemy anymore i'm chosen i'm blessed with spiritual you know these spiritual blessings they are you know i'm forgiving from my sin Uh, i'm sitting with him in heavenly arms like he's my father i can ask him for anything if it is according to his will amen thanks to me so it's just sitting in authority and knowing who you are in christ you know it's not like the enemy will stop but the bible said after jesus after the enemy tempted jesus he left him for an opportune time so that means that he will come back yeah <laughs> come back with 
these same things, but we have to always be reminded of the word of God. And that's why we cannot be complacent. Yes. You know, cannot say, oh, I, you know, complacent is like self-satisfaction. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I don't need to read the word of God. I don't need to be reminded. I'm good. But I truly believe as Christians, we have to continue to be reminded um, so to answer your question, I, there's still these thoughts there sometimes I came in, but I know the word of God now. I know who says that I am. I don't fall into the trap of the enemy anymore. Praise God. Praise God. It's like, it's like you said there at the, at the end of your blog post. It is a journey. Yes. And it, it's that journey as we mature in Christ, as we spend that time filling ourselves, feeding ourselves with the yes. word of God, as we yes. stand there, you like those, you know, the tree where so many times in scripture, we're described, you know, a tree planted by a stream of living yes. water. You know, your leaf doesn't wither or fade and you are constantly bearing fruit in season but you have to stay planted. And yes. the word of God, I've, you know, that's part of that planting. It's part of that stream of living water. Yes. 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 You know, as well as remembering that we are the temples of God and we've, we have the spirit of almighty God ah. tabernacling on the inside of us. I mean, some... Talk about an identity. There are just no words. We're the dwelling place of Almighty God. Yeah. We have the power of God with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it's, it is no wonder that Satan decides that he is going to attempt to convince us otherwise and attempt yeah. to convince us like he tried to do with you that oh nobody will notice if Shirley's not here anymore mm -hmm. because to him that's 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 what he's here for is to yeah. try and destroy us yeah. and distracting us from God's word and distracting us from the truth of God's word is the best way to destroy the body of Christ we are an easily distracted people We see something bright and shiny, and it's like, squirrel, and off we go. Yeah, yeah. But yes, it is a journey. Yes. What an exciting journey, though, to know that and to see and to have the testimony that God has allowed you to have. Yes, yes, yes. You know, um, I, I, if it just... It's, God is just amazing. Sometimes I have no words. Um, the fact that I'm alive today and in December I'll be 27. I was that? like, oh God, you know, only God yes. uh, that made this happen. You know, only him. I'm alive today because of him. Um, and, you know, the, the Bible said that the enemy, he's like a warring lion looking for someone to devour. We have to, you know, stand against him. Yes. Uh, we have work to do. 
not only like these words the enemy when the enemy bring these lies he, he knew what jesus what god what jesus on into the earth for it like he knew jesus had a greater purpose like yep. what destroy jesus from that purpose but it's the same way for us as well he wants you know he wants us to be distracted from the purpose of god what god wants to do us you know yes he wants us to you know be not be bold and be timid uh, be fearful you know but god has not giving us the spirit of fear you know, of fear but power of love, love. sound mind this journey is not only about us it's not i think that helps us to to just get up just like elijah god says to elijah god get up stop feeling sorry <laughs> yes what for you to do go and you know we had that's what will help us to get up as well and not be in self-pity knowing that god has work for us to do yes created to destroy the works of the devil so <laughs> so god has has work for us to do we have to remember that amen i think that's so important and you know, for every single woman to realize that the work that God has for each one of us doesn't look like the work that he has for our sister and our friend and our mother and our aunts and our cousins. He has different work for yes. all of us. Yes, yes. And there is no work that any one of us have to do that is more or less significant than anybody else's work. Yes, yes. You know, just to remember that part of our identity in Christ is that we are servants of God, yeah. but we are also co-heirs with Christ. Yes, yes, wow. And I love how you said earlier about ambassadors because when we remember that and think about what an ambassador does right. ambassadors are going to foreign countries and strange lands to yeah. be a presence for their country yeah and yeah. we are foreigners in a strange land this is not our home earth is not our home Sounds like, you know, a, some kind of a Martian movie, but it's the true <laughs> reality, you know? This is not our home, and I'm imagining us all as like little green Martians waiting for the little <laughs> to come in. <laughs> but it's the truth that, you know, we are here so that we can proclaim the love of God so that we can make disciples and share God's love with everybody around us and that's what we're here I mean sometimes being an ambassador and being and doing what God has called us to do is nothing more than simply loving your enemy yeah yeah that's true and now, you know, you had had said, too, in your post, you know, about how this is just such a time where the world 
is in it's it's a time of of warfare and it's a time i don't remember your exact words a time of of need and right now especially with covid and all of the uncertainties and people wondering how they're going to provide for their families and what tomorrow holds or will look like it is such a time for women of god to recognize that their purpose and their value and who they are in christ hasn't changed yes 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 I, I, yeah we're so easy to forget you know to forget especially the promise of god what he told us you know concerning he will provide he will do the impossible you yes. know as Paco said you know what's impossible to men uh, it's possible to god you yes. know impossible but once again we have to go back to the word of god what did he say did, didn't he say that he will provide he said he will provide all my needs amen the riches of his glory in christ jesus you know so he will provide so I believe we have to go back to the Word of God, and especially in this season, there's like a spirit of fear. You know, you can feel it all around yes. us of uncertainty. You don't know what tomorrow might bring, but we know. Amen. How you know? Uh, we know God has has us. You know, He He said He has given angels. You know, charge over us. You know, charge over us. Our feet would not strike against a stone. So I believe in this season, the word of God is crucial. Yes. <laughs> this, you know, the word of God is crucial. Uh, we need the word of God. Yes. So on that note, Shirley, I'm going to guess what you would say, but what would you leave the ladies with today if you were to tell them there was just one absolute thing? that they needed to do in order to really come to grips with who they are as women of God, what would it be? Well, it would be, like I keep on saying, I spend time with the Word of God. Amen. I spend time with the Word of God. Declare these words. If you have to put it on your wall, if you have to write it down every single day, you know, if you have to, you know, just do it so that you will know who God says you are in this season. Uh, minister to others, you know, in, in order to minister to others, you have to know who you are. When warfare comes, when the enemy comes with all these doubts, you know, you're nothing. Nobody will listen to you. Wow, you don't even know how to speak. You know, all these thoughts, you have to remember you are called by God. Amen. Amen. And yeah, just spend time with the Word of God. Know who you, who God says you are. Believe in who God says you are. Because it's not a lie. God is not a man that you should lie. No. Amen. Shirley, thank you so much. It has been a joy talking with you today. I feel like we could talk about this subject for hours on end. Uh yes yes same here thank you so much for having me yes i feel so hum humble to be able to speak to other people and i pray that it's a blessing to them 
Um, that's my purpose. You know, that's my, it's my joy to be able to just plant even one person, you know, just encourage someone to be who God called them to be and to not fall into the trap of the enemy. Amen. And I am confident that God is using the work he has called you to mightily. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Anna. It's so nice to finally meet you. <laughs> it is nice. Yes. The same for you as well. Same for you as well. Hold on a second here. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us today. And we will find you again next week on Bada Depression.